0: Hello and a very warm welcome back to BrailleCast Extra. This episode is about transferring content to your braille display and it was recorded on Tuesday the 19th of September, 2023. It does include quite a lot of instructions and so in a change to the normal format we are going to be segmenting this file by chapter. So if there's a particular part of this masterclass that you would like to move to, then please do use the chapter facility in your podcast programme to achieve this. The session was hosted by Stuart Lawler.
1: So good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever part of the world you may be uh, tuning into us uh, from. You're very welcome to the Brailless Foundation Masterclass. My name is Stuart Lawler. I'm your host this evening and yes, this strong Irish accent, I'm coming to you from Dublin. Now, this evening, we're talking about subject that I was just thinking about this a couple of days ago. If I'd had a lot of this information a couple of years ago, it would have been really useful because there is so much nowadays about Braille displays and these smart Braille displays, which are not just Braille displays, of course, because they allow us to read content and transfer content and do all sorts of things with content. But what exactly can you do? Well, Matthew Horspool, who's, I think, well known to everybody, uh, if you've been at any previous braille sessions, Matthew is going to talk us through All that and more, I think, in the next uh, 40 or so minutes. We're really looking forward to uh, an engaging session with lots of questions, no doubt. And uh, I think I've said all I need to say. I'm going to hand it over to Matthew. Matthew, how can we get content onto our Braille displays? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, thank you very much, Stuart, and good evening. Um, it's wonderful to be here. And, um, it, it you know, uh, having listened to so many webinar Wednesdays from Sight and Sound, it's, it's quite the pleasure to have you in the host and the moderator's chair. So thank you very much for taking on that responsibility uh, for us this evening. I figure I should get started by setting the scene, as it were. Uh, We are going to be talking about transferring content to your braille display, as the name suggests. And we're going to be talking about the immediate steps before that. So we'll talk a bit about zip files and how to extract them. We will talk about uh, converting files from one format to another. Uh, we will not be talking about how to obtain the content in the first place. We will uh, very briefly talk about zip files on braille note takers because I do think that it's worth talking about those. Other than that, though, we are going to be working in a Windows environment. So we're going to start this presentation, assuming that you have downloaded a file from either RNIB Reading Services. Or Bookshare. This could be RNIB Bookshare, this could be Bookshare Island, this could be Bookshare.org. So I have a folder on my hard drive which I have created uh, for the purposes of this masterclass, and it's simply called Masterclass. And I'm going to open that folder now. Masterclass Item 2, Not Selected All Juliet Series ET Thomas Series Manual 1, Microsoft Edge PDF Document 191 KB 103. Okay, so there are three files in this folder. We will get to know all of these files as we go through this masterclass. The first one, as you just heard, is a PDF document. We will press the down arrow key to go to the next file. Mantis Q40,
2: keyboard commands, 2 Sens 3. And sensitivity reading services, user 1BRF, 3 of 3.
0: So this is a BRF file, right? Of course it's a BRF file because it's got the word BRF at the end. Well, mm, no. Unfortunately, it isn't. And this catches a lot of people out. So I wanted to uh, bring this up very, very early in the presentation, just because it has the word BRF at the end of the file name does not make it a BRF file. What this actually is, is a zip file. But how do I prove it? Well, there are two ways we can prove it. Uh, On most versions of Windows now, the default view in File Explorer uh, is the details view. So if I press the right arrow key a couple of times, I will find out what type of file this is. Date modified 17 slash zero nine. Type compressed zip folder. Type compressed zipped folder. So we know that this is a zip file uh, just by hearing that. So we'll left arrow back a couple of times. Modified. Sense and sensitivity reading services. Okay, the other way we could do it and the way that I would very very strongly recommend is that you turn on your file extensions in Windows. This means that as well as telling you the name of the file it will tell you the extension of the file and in doing so it will tell you the type of file that it is. So. Uh, The instructions on how to do this vary slightly depending on what version of Windows you're using. If you were using a very old version of Windows, uh, including actually versions like Windows XP and Windows Vista and possibly even Windows 7, uh, you used to have to go into the tools menu and then you had to go into options and then you had to go into a tree view and enable file extensions and then apply it to all folders. Windows 10 and Windows 11 made this process a lot simpler. I am on Windows 11, and I'm going to do it as though I'm on Windows 11, therefore. Uh, Windows 10 may be slightly different, but uh, the process will be similar enough that if you're comfortable sort of playing around a bit using these instructions as a starting point, you should be able to find what I'm doing fairly easily. I'm going to press the Alt key. Windows 10. I land on New. Uh, I'm on the ribbons. Uh, I'm going to press the right arrow key. Cut 2 of 10, copy 3 of 10, rename 5 of 10, share 6 of 10, delete 7 of 10, sort 8 of 10, view 9 of 10. View is what we want. We'll press Enter. Extra large icons 1 of 11. Okay, we know that there are 11 items in this list. We could down arrow. However, I know that the option that I want is actually at the bottom of the list. So I'm going to up arrow and let it wrap around. Show 11 of 11. That is a submenu. We'll press Enter to go into it. Navigation pane 1 of 5. This is what I was expecting to hear, so we'll just press the down arrow key a few times. Compact view two of five. Item checkboxes boxes three of five. File name extensions four of five. File name extensions is currently not checked. Uh, this is the default in uh, most versions of Windows, and so if you've not come in and explicitly turned file extensions on, uh, this will be how yours will behave. We do want file extensions to be turned on, so let's press enter. View nine of 10, leaving menus. And we land in some sort of quite strange bit of no man's land of file explorer and we just need to tab a few times to get back to where we should be navigation pane matthew universe view Sense and sensitivity reading services user one brf.zip compressed zip folder 9- okay and now you heard straight away actually that it said it was brf.zip There are various ways in which we can extract this zip file. Uh, You may have installed a zip file management program on your computer like WinZip or WinRAR or 7zip. Of course you can use any of those programs to extract the file. You can right click on the file and choose extract. Across the top of the ribbon there is an extract button, but by far the easiest way to do it is simply to press enter on this zip file and Windows will treat it like it's a folder. Explorer pane. Item 2. Not selected. Sense and sensitivity. Dot. 99 KB. No. 256 KB. 62%. 17. Slash. 09. Slash. 20. 1 of 1. Okay. So now inside this folder, we have one file and it's just called sense and sensitivity Now I did say earlier, it's not a BRF file just because it has BRF at the end of the name. Well, because this has dot BRF at the end of the name and because we have turned on file name extensions now, now we can safely say that this is a BRF file. So there's only one file. Um, there could feasibly be multiple files in here. On reading services, there tends not to be. Sometimes on Bookshare, there is, uh, if the book's been divided into multiple volumes and so on. So just to catch the edge case where there might be multiple files, what I suggest we do here is press Control A to select all, sensitivity.drf.drf file90k, okay. and press Control C to copy all of the files we've selected, which in this case is just one file to the clipboard. Copied. Okay. Having done that, we can now simply press the backspace key, and that will take us out of this zip file and back into the folder that the zip file is found in. In this case, it'll take us back to the masterclass folder. Masterclass item two sensitivity reading services user one drf.zip compressed zip folder. Okay. And now I'm going to press Control V to paste. Pasted And you'll notice it was saying three of three before, and now it's saying four of four. Just to uh, prove this, I'm going to press F5 to refresh the list. And, sensitivity dot BRF three or four. and now you can see it's 3 of 4, but if I down arrow sensitivity Reading Services user one brfzip there's our zip file, and if I up arrow Sensitivity.brf304, that is our BRF file. At this point, the BRF file is ready to be copied to our Braille display. We're not actually going to talk about that just yet. So if all you really want to do is uh, download books from reading services and copy them to your braille display, uh, feel free to uh, duck out quickly and get a cup of tea while we talk about some other topics. And then we'll come back to copying files uh, towards the end of the presentation. Let's assume, though, that you're not just going to download your files from reading services. Let's assume, for example, that somebody has emailed you a Microsoft Word document of, say, some lecture notes or some revision notes, maybe a report that you've got to read, maybe an agenda or a set of minutes for a meeting, and you'd like to copy those to your Braille display. Now, if you have one of the smart braille displays, so for example, the Brailliant BI 20X or the Brailleant BI 40X, if you have a Vario Ultra, if you have, I believe, the new Activator from HelpTech, any of those sorts of braille displays, or indeed if you have a braille note taker such as a braille note touch or a braille sense six, or even the Polaris, uh, you know, or any of the braille sense or braille note line for that matter, you will of course be able to read Word documents directly. If, on the other hand, you have something like an Orbit Reader 20+, the Orbit Reader 20+, of course, has built-in Braille translation. Uh, you can read a file and it will automatically convert it into Grade 1 or Grade 2 for you, as long as it's not already pre-translated like a BRF file. However, it can only read plain text files. It cannot read Microsoft Word files. So the first thing we need to do before we copy the file to our Orbit Reader 20 Plus is we need to convert that file into a text file. So let's go to our list of Mantis uh, keyboard commands. We'll up arrow. Mantis Q40 keyboard commands Docs 204 That's a .docx file. That's a Microsoft Word document. We want to convert this to a text file. Let's press Enter. Opening Microsoft Word. One line or more. Mantis Q forty keyboard commands. Dot, dots, Word. Q- okay, and I'll press Control to silence speech. We are in the Microsoft Word document inside Microsoft Word. I'm going to press the F twelve key, which is a quick way of opening the Save As dialog box. Save As. File name. Mantis Q forty keyboard commands. Dot, dots, Alt plus N. Computer Braille. The file name is fine, but we don't want it to be a Word document. We want it to be a text document. So we will press Tab. Save as type Word document star, dot, docs, One of seventeen. Alt plus T. Okay, and Word calls .txt files plain text, so we will press the letter P. PDF star.pdf. Seven of seventeen. Not that one. We'll press P again. Plain text star.txt. Thirteen of seventeen. That's the one we want. Now we could tab to the Save button. We'll be tabbing quite a long time if we do that, so we'll press Shift Tab to go back to the file name edit box. File name mantis, Q40 keyboard commands.txt. Alt plus N. Computer braille. We'll see that the name has changed to .txt from .docx and that's fine so we'll just press enter. Q40, keyboard commands, Alt+W.
2: Windows default, Alt+W.
0: We are now on a screen of options which determine how Microsoft Word should convert this file from a Word document into a text file. Most of the time you're going to want to leave these options alone. If for some reason the Word document doesn't convert properly, there are two checkboxes in this dialog box, which you can tab to. And you may want to play around with checking and unchecking those checkboxes to see if the results uh, are a bit better for you. But for now, we are going to leave these options exactly as they are, and we're just going to press Enter. One line or more, Mantis Q40 keyboard commands.txt. And we're put back in Microsoft Word. That's all we need to do uh, at this point, so we will press Alt-F4 to exit the Word document. Masterclass, item 2, not selected, Mantis Q40, keyboard command. And we'll see that it's not selected. We'll, we'll just press F5 to refresh the screen and see how we go. Not selected, all,
2: Ju- all Juliet,
0: series E.T. Thomas, series manual 1.pdf, 1 of There we go. That's the first item in the list, and we've se- we've now got five files instead of four files. The, the number of files is slowly growing. Mantis Q40, keyboard commands, 205 there you go that is our text file so we've converted our microsoft word document to text and as with the zip file that text file is now ready to be copied to our orbit reader 20 plus the final type of file that i would like to talk about is a pdf file and we're going to talk about how to convert pdf files to text Um, In order to do that, uh, I would recommend installing Adobe Reader and opening the PDF file in Adobe Reader. So I will go and press the home key to move to the PDF file, which is the first file in our list. My computer is actually set up to open PDF files by default in Microsoft Edge, so I will need to press the Applications key on this file. O, open O, and I'm going to press H for open with open with H, Adobe Acrobat A, and I'll press enter on Adobe Acrobat. Leaving menus, masterclass, items view,
2: all Juliet series ET Thomas series manual onepdf Microsoft Edge PDF document one hundred ninety one KB one of five, all Juliet series ET Thomas series manual 1.pdf dot Adobe Acrobat reader sixty four bit
0: document, no links. Okay, we're in the document, uh, we can probably arrow through this and find out what it is Thomas, Thomas Pro ET Juliet Classic.
2: Juliet Pro and Juliet Pro 60 Braille embosser user's manual.
0: Okay, we don't need to read any more of that. We know it's a user guide for a Braille embosser. We just now need to convert this to a plain text file so that our Orbit Reader 20 plus uh, or similar device can read it. So let's press Alt F for file. To open dot 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 Control O. Okay, and I'm going to down arrow until I get to Save as text. Open recent files. I create PDF. Combine files, B, save control plus S, save as dot 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 shift, convert the word, acceler power, save as text dot 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 six. That is the one we want, so I will press enter on that. Leaving menus, save as, file name, all Juliet series ET Thomas series manual one dot TXT, alt plus N, computer braille. That file name looks fine to me. Uh, the only thing I'm a bit uncomfortable about is where it's actually going to save it. So I'm going to shift tab a couple of times. Shell folder view, zero 0409, zero one of 194. Okay, so I don't know where this 0409 folder is, but it is not in the folder where I'm saving all my other Masterclass stuff. So I need to shift tab once more to get to the tree view. Navigation pane, Matthew University of Birmingham, OneDrive closed, 5 of 24. All right, well, I definitely don't want my University OneDrive. Um, in my case, um, I actually have this Masterclass folder on a drive called Cloud. And to get there, we need to find this PC. So I'm going to press the letter T to find this PC.
2: One, this PC closed, 22 of 24.
0: I'll press the right arrow to open it. Two, OSC closed, three of six. OSC Fantastic, cl- will press the letter C for cloud. Cloud B closed. Marvelous, we'll press right arrow to open. Cloud B opened, 14 items. And I'll just press the letter M for masterclass. Three, masterclass
2: closed, nine of 14. And we'll
0: just, having found masterclass, press enter and tab about three times to get back to the file name edit box. Shell folder header name file name all Juliet series E T Thomas series manual onetxt Alt plus N computer Braille. It's still got the right file name, so we'll just press enter to save it. Now at this point, my braille display has refreshed and says Braille embosser users manual. Uh, JAWS has not spoken anything, but we can assume that the save has completed and we can press Alt F4 to close the window. Masterclass items view. All- and again, if we press the F5 key to refresh the list, we're, we're back in the masterclass folder. All Juliet series ET Thomas series manual 1, dot PDF one of 6. We've now got 6 files, uh, so we can assume this has worked if we down arrow once. All Juliet series ET Thomas series manual 1.txt 2 of 6. There is our TXT file. And once again, uh, that TXT file is now in a state where it can be copied to our braille display, uh, to our Orbit Reader or whatever the other braille display happens to be. The final thing I'd like to talk about before we actually get to the process of copying the file to our refreshable Braille display is what happens if you have a Braille display which doesn't have uh, any sort of back translation or forward translation in it at all. So these are displays like the Orbit Reader 20. So not the Orbit Reader 20 Plus or the 40, but the actual original Orbit Reader 20, uh, the Focus 14, 40, or 80, uh, and probably a handful of other displays that I can't think of right at the moment. Uh, But displays which have a scratchpad functionality uh, are likely to, or a notepad functionality, are likely to fill into this category. So in this case, what we need is a BRF file to copy. We can't copy a text file. Well, we sort of can copy a text file, but if we copy a text file, it's going to be shown in computer Braille, which by and large is going to look like grade one, but your numbers and your punctuation are going to look a little bit strange. So to get good quality grade two Braille or even good quality grade one Braille, we do need to have a BRF file. There are a lot of ways of creating a BRF file. What we're going to talk about is a free tool from the American Printing House for the Blind called Send to Braille, and you can download it from tech.aph.org forward slash the LT stands for Lou Translate because it's based on the liblui Braille Translator. So tech.aph.org, that's techaphorg forward slash LT. You download the file, you install it. And what that does is it adds three items to your send to menu in Windows Explorer. You have back from Braille, which converts a BRF file back into plain text. You have Braille. Which converts text files and certain other types of file into BRF. And you have uncontracted Braille, which, as the name suggests, converts it into uh, grade one Braille. By default, uh, Braille will convert it into grade two. So uh, just for a change of pace, I'm going to use the Mantis Q40 uh, keyboard command, so I shall down arrow. Mantis q40 keyboard commands.docs 3 of six. And we'll go one more. we will use the text version. Mantis q40 keyboard commands.txt four of six. That's fine, I'm going to press the applications key to go to my context menu. Incidentally, if I don't have an applications key, I should have said this before, uh, I can use shift F10 and that will accomplish the same thing. And uh, if you happen to be a mouse user, uh, you can use the right click and that will get you into the menu.
2: Oh, open. oh.
0: Okay. Uh, I need to press N to get to send to. Back from Braille B. In my case, the first item is simply called Back from Braille. Uh, your menu may vary slightly, but Back from Braille, if you've installed Center uh, Braille properly, uh, that should appear in the menu. I will keep down arrowing. Bluetooth device B, Braille B. There's Braille, and I'll press Enter. Leaving menus, masterclass, item two, Mantis Q40, keyboard commands.txt, txt file 5kb 406. Now, you'd be forgiven for thinking that that hasn't worked all it's done is it's put us back into our list of files it's still saying there are six files mm, so it hasn't worked right well let's press the f5 key to refresh the list and let's see what we get
2: command q40 keyboard commands.txt four of seven.
0: okay now we've got four of seven so let's down arrow Mantis q40 keyboard Commands.txt.brl five of seven. there we are .txt.br. Now, um, here's the secret, you see, a BRL file and a BRF file are largely the same. There are some very minor differences, but Braille displays don't actually know the difference between a BRF file and a BRL file. They should open them in the same way. If you're not sure, there would be absolutely no harm in renaming the BRL file to .brf, and that would uh, be fine. The braille display wouldn't know the difference anyway. It would just mean that the file would open. So let's do that. Let's press the F2 key. Okay, and I'll press the end key. And that has put the cursor right on uh, the L of BRL. Let's put it just after the L. So we'll press backspace, get rid of the L and put an F in its place and press enter.
2: Rename. If you change a file name extension, the file might become unusable. Are you sure you want to change it? Yes. Alt plus Y.
0: Am I sure? Yes, I am. Uh, it's very good of Windows to give us that warning message, but uh, we know what we're doing. We do want to change it, so we will press Enter on the Yes button. Items view. Mantis Q40 keyboard commands BRL file 5KB 5 of 7. There we go, and a bit of distorted output from JAWS there, but you heard that it has now changed from dot BRL to BRF, and that is now ready to copy to... Uh, as I say, our Braille displays that don't support anything other than pre-translated Braille, like the Orbit Reader 20 or the Focus Braille displays. So it's now time to actually copy the files from our computer to our Braille display. There are two ways we can do this. We can either copy them to some form of external media, like a USB stick, or an SD card. Some Braille displays come with external media already installed. For example, the Orbit Reader will come with an SD card uh, installed in it already. You could absolutely take that SD card out of your Orbit Reader, put it into a card reader on your computer, copy the content uh, onto the card, uh, take it out of the computer, put it back in the Orbit Reader, and the content will be there ready to go. The Focus comes with a micro SD card installed and the same process would apply. Some displays don't come with a card installed but they can accept them, for example the Mantis or the Chameleon or the Brilliant BI20X uh, or indeed the NLS eReader I believe. The Brilliant BI40X doesn't take an SD card, but it does take uh, USB sticks. So same sort of thing. You could copy the content to a USB stick, plug the USB stick into your device, and hey, presto, you're up and running. You would, of course, need to know how to uh, instruct your device to access content from a USB stick, and that's slightly beyond this masterclass, Um, but it would be very well documented in your user guide. The other way you could do it, and the way that we're going to talk about in this masterclass today, is by simply connecting your braille device to your computer via USB and copying files that way. Braille displays use one of two protocols in order to manage this. They either use mass storage protocol or media transfer protocol. Most Braille displays and note takers now are using the media transfer protocol. Any of the modern devices from Humanware like the Mantis, uh, the Brailliant BI 20X and 40X, the NLS e-reader, the BrailleNote Touch, uh, the BrailleSense from HIMS. Uh, the Vario Ultra from Baum or Visio Braille, all of these use MTP, Media Transfer Protocol. And the advantage of that is that you can use your Braille display at the same time as transferring content to and from it. Some displays like the Focus, 5th generation and the Orbit Reader use Mass Storage Protocol. Mass storage protocol has the advantage of giving your braille display a drive letter so it really does act very much like a USB device at this point, Um, however, you generally cannot use your braille display as a braille display at the same time. You either have to have it as a braille display or uh, transfer files to and from it. You can't have it both ways at once. So I'll show you uh, mass storage mode first and then I'll show you media transfer protocol. If you want to access mass storage mode and you're using an orbit reader, you have to turn the orbit reader on and then you have to press the space bar and the backspace key and dot five all at the same time. When you press that, uh, your orbit reader will show mass storage mode on the braille display uh, and then you can connect the USB cable, one end into the orbit reader and one end into the computer. Your computer will recognize it and you'll be in business. For this demonstration though, I'm going to be using a focus braille display just because they require a little bit more attention in order to get them working. So I have the focus display in front of me, it's turned off and I'm going to connect the USB cable. My computer made the startup noise, the braille display has powered up and I can see the line of text on the braille display uh, with the blinking cursor. So JAWS is communicating with the focus straight away. That's very nice, but it's not what we want. So I'm going to hold down the power button and turn the focus display off having done that, I'm going to hold down the left panning button. The left panning button on most focus displays is the button right on the extreme left-hand side of the front edge. It has uh, two little arrows pointing to the left on it that are fairly tactile. Um, On the Focus 14, it may very well be the second button in from the left, but it's definitely the one with the arrows on it. So I'm going to hold that down, and whilst holding it down, I'm going to press the power button. New notification from autoplay USB drive F. Select what happens with removable drives. Dot 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 one of one. You'll hear there that my computer made the hardware disconnect sound, and then uh, a few custom sounds later, we heard uh, a message to say that the focus was ready. So now I need to transfer some content to it. I'm going to press the Windows key with E to open File Explorer. Home. And my file explorer said home yours may say home it may say something else you may land on something called frequent folders um any of those are fine uh but where we actually want to end up is this pc so i'm going to press the shift tab co- uh, key combination and that's going to take us to the tree view navigation pane matthew university of birmingham and i'm going to press the letter t for this pc this pc closed press enter and i'm going to press the tab key Item view. Expanded devices and drives. iCloud photos. One of eight. Okay. Now, you may uh, be happy doing that, or you may want your File Explorer just to open to this PC from the outset. If you're copying a lot of files to and from uh, your Braille display, this PC may be a smarter option. So I'll show you how to do that. We're going to press the Alt key to go up to the ribbons. Sort eight of nine. We're on sort. We'll press the right arrow key. View nine of nine. And again. More options. More options is a button, and I'm gonna press the enter key on it.
2: One of 10.
0: That's fine, and I'm gonna press the up arrow key a couple of times. Let's add bar. Options, 10 of 10. Options again is a button, so I'm gonna press enter on it. Leaving menus, folder options, general page, general page, open file explorer to home, one of seven. Now, you may have uh, fewer or more options than 7 in your combo box. Uh, however, uh, you will almost certainly have the home option, which is where we are now, and if we press the down arrow key once from the home option,
2: this PC 2 of 7.
0: You will almost certainly have that option. So we're going to press the enter key to save our changes. This PC more options. And we're left on the more options button. Just while I'm here, this PC is usually a grid um, and we actually would really rather have it in a list, so it's easier to navigate. So whilst I'm on more, I'm going to press the left arrow key. View nine of nine. If I hadn't gone into the more uh, thing, I would press the Alt key and then press the right arrow until I got to view. But either way, I'm on view now, so I'm going to press Enter. Extra large icons. One of eleven. And I'm going to down arrow until I get to details. Large icons. Medium sized icons. Small icons. List five of details six of eleven. There we are. We'll press Enter. View 9 of 9, leaving menus. And I'm on view, which is not where I want to be, so I'll just press the escape key. Items view, expanded devices and drives, iCloud photos, 1 of 8. Okay, so I now have a straightforward up and down list in this PC, so I can press the down arrow key now until I reach USB drive F in my case.
2: Data A, 2 of 8, Cloud B, 3 of 8, OSC, 4 of 8, BD read drive D, 5, more school at
0: live.code, USB drive F, 7 of 8. There we are, we'll press enter. USB drive item item selected Sci. File folder one of one. this is a folder called FSI now if you were on an orbit reader uh, and you'd done this you would land in fact on the uh, folders that you see in the file manager so you would have a books folder uh, you would have various other folders and you could just copy files straight in at that location and it would be fine. On the focus, you can't, uh, well, you can, but you won't be able to see them on the focus. We do in fact need to go into this FSI folder. So I'm gonna press the space bar to select it si. and I'm gonna press enter. That's fine. We want to be in the focus five folder. So again, I'll press the space bar focus five. to select it and press enter. Focus 5, items view, not selected, scratchpad, file folder one of two. The scratchpad folder once again, is the folder that we want. So I'll press the space bar to select it. Scratchpad. And I shall press enter. Scratchpad, items view, not selected books, file folder, one of two. And the books folder, uh, one of two. The other one, if I press the down arrow key, two two, of two. is the notes folder. Now, the books folder, uh, are, the focus will treat these files as read-only. The notes folder, it won't. So it really doesn't matter. But for now, I will go into the books folder. So I'll up arrow again.
1: Books,
2: one of two. And press enter. Books,
0: item two, And I'm in a list and there are no items in this list. So, if you were listening carefully, you'll know that I didn't, in fact, close the Masterclass folder that I had open earlier on. So I'm going to Alt-Tab back into our Masterclass folder now. Masterclass. Masterclass. Items view. 40 Keyboard commands. BRF505KB507. And focus is still on the Mantis Q40 BRF file that we created with send to Braille, which I do want to copy onto the focus display. So I'm going to press Ctrl-C to copy it to the clipboard. Copied. I'm going to Alt tab back to the focus. Books. I'm in the books folder. Uh, Jaws hasn't said anything, but nonetheless I'm going to press Control V to paste. Paste. Items: view. Mantis Q40 keyboard commands.txt.brf brf file5kb101. And there we are. The file has been successfully copied to the focus and so I would now be able to go into the scratch pad on the focus and open it up and read it. And uh, the steps for the orbit reader, as I say, would be extremely similar. So uh, just follow along with those steps and you'll be away. So now that that's done, I can press Alt F4 to close the focus display down item view, multi-select list items, view, Multi list box items. view. That's fine, and I can just uh, now remove the USB cable. The computer has made its noise, um, and the focus has switched off. And now that the focus has switched off, next time I switch the focus on, it will have come out of mass storage mode and it will put itself back into braille display mode. So I don't need to do anything to turn the uh, mass storage mode off. On the Orbit, you may have to turn mass storage mode off. To do that, uh, you would simply press the select button and the left arrow key, and that will put the Orbit reader back into local mode. Now, just to cover all bases, I will now demonstrate how to copy using the media transfer protocol. The process is actually extremely similar to the point where you may not actually notice any difference, but I am gonna run this demonstration using a BrailleNote Touch Plus, and you will see why in just a second. So I have my BrailleNote Touch Plus open, Um, it's switched on, I've unlocked it, it's at the main menu, the Braille display is showing word processor, And I'm going to uh, plug the USB C cable in.
2: Charging started battery level
0: 100%. Okay, so this is slightly confusing because my Braille Note and my Jaws are talking with the same voice, but uh, hopefully you can bear with it. You heard the computer make its noise, and you heard the Braille Note say that charging had started. So Oh, so far, so good. Let's now then on the computer press Windows E for File Explorer. This PC, items view, expanded devices and drives. Braille Note Touch Plus, one of eight, not selected. Braille Note Touch Plus. And you'll see that uh, it went straight into this PC like we set up before. I'm on Braille Note Touch Plus, so I can just press Enter. Well, maybe the spacebar first. Braille Note Touch Plus. There we go, and now we'll press Enter. Well, isn't this funny? Land. 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 I'm up and down arrowing, Land. Land. left and right Land. arrowing. We've got nothing. I'll press insert T for the window title. Braille Note Touch Plus. Okay. So why is it that we've gone into Braille Note Touch Plus and, well, it's not showing anything? Well, if this happens, this is probably because of an Android security setting, and we need to go into... Android system settings and do something about it. Now, on the BrailleNote Touch Plus, we can get to Android system settings by pressing enter with Q. So I shall do that now.
2: Settings, set night light schedule, tint screen amber to help you fall asleep.
0: All right, I don't really want to do that, but I do want to get to connected devices. So I'm going to press the letter C. Connected devices, Bluetooth, cast. That's the one I want. So I shall press enter. Connected devices. Bluetooth, not connected. And now I want to find USB, so I will press the letter U. USB, charging this device. All right, now I'll press Enter.
2: Alert, use USB to charge this device. Transfer files, transfer photos, PTP, use devices MIDI, cancel.
0: So it's given me all the options. It's not told me which ones are checked, so I'll space through them.
2: Use USB to charge this device, Tick.
0: That's checked, but look at this next one.
2: Transfer files.
0: Transfer files is not checked, so I will press the enter key to check that box. MasterPlus, select the devices. to for files. files. BRF. BRF file 5KB. Five KB. Five oh seven.
2: New notification from autoplay BrailleNote Touch Plus. Select what happens with this device. Dot, 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 one one.
0: And as soon as I pressed enter on that, uh, you will see <laughs> that uh, it sort of. Uh, the computer made a different noise and the com- the BrailleNote made another noise and all this sort of stuff happened, um, but uh, you'll see that the BrailleNote Touch Plus has now registered itself uh, in the correct way. So I will press Windows E for File Explorer. This PC, items view, items view, expanded devices and drives, BrailleNote Touch Plus, 108. i I'll press the spacebar to select it. BrailleNote Touch Plus. I'll press enter. BrailleNote Touch Plus, Explore pane, Item two. not selected internal shared storage, one of one. Okay, and now we're seeing the internal shared storage, which is another name for the flash disk. So I'll go down to that and internal I'll share- press Enter. Internal shared storage, explore pane, Item two, not selected alarms, one of four, not selected alarm. I'm going to go to the documents folder. Documents, five of 14. By pressing the down arrow, this is now in a grid formation, so you will need to use uh, left and right arrow as well as up and down arrow. But for now, I'll press Enter on documents. Documents, explore pane, Item two, not selected test, one of two. And I've got a few documents in here, uh, given very creative names. Now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna alt tab back to my uh, masterclass folder. Masterclass, masterclass, items view, mantis q keyboard command. Okay, and I'm gonna go to the last file in this folder.
2: Sense and sensitivity reading services, user one drfzip seven of seven.
0: So this is a .zip file. Nonetheless, I'm going to copy it into the documents folder. So I'm going to press control C for copy. Copied. Alt tab. Documents, documents, items view, not selected. And control V to paste. Pasted. Now JAWS hasn't said anything, so I will just press F5 to refresh the screen.
2: Not selected, test, one of three.
0: And now it says I've got one of three, so I think it's worked. I'll try right arrowing a bit. New document, dot, dots, two of three. Sense and sensitivity reading services, user one drfzip three of three. And there we are, it is there. So I will now press Alt F4 to come out of the BrailleNote touch masterclass item 2 sense sense and i will uh, remove the usb cable because the transferring has now finished
2: charging stop battery level 100%
0: okay now, you'll notice that I copied a zip file, even though at the very start of this masterclass, I said you really do need to extract your zip files before you copy them. And I did that because to finish off, I just want to show very briefly what happens if you do accidentally copy a zip file to a note taker. If you accidentally copy a zip file to to a Braille display, I'm afraid you're going to have to go and copy the file again. But if you copy it to a note taker, you can usually extract it. I am still in Android system settings on my Braille Note Touch, so I'm going to press the home button to come out of that and go back to the main menu.
2: Main menu, contacts, key list.
0: I shall press F for the file manager.
2: File manager, key files.
0: And I'll press enter. Key files,
2: test folder.
0: I'm in a test folder. Uh, let's see if we can press the space bar now. I think I'm in my documents folder, and there's a test folder inside the documents folder.
2: New document.docs, February 20th, 7.0. point Sense underscore and underscore sensitivity underscore reading underscore services underscore user underscore one underscore brf.zip.
0: September 17th, 101KB, okay. zip archive. That is my zip file, um, so I'm going to press enter on it. Sense underscore and underscore sensitivity dot brf. 262 KB file. So you would think, wouldn't you, that you could just press enter on that file and open it. But if we do that, we're going to get an error message. Cannot open files in archives. Okay. Well, that's fine. Then we're going to have to do something about it. What we can do is copy a file from an archive onto the flash disk. So I'm going to press backspace with Y to copy this BRF file.
2: Copy to test folder.
0: And having done that, it's going to actually copy it to one level above where we are. It's going to want to copy it to the Documents folder. Uh, it says that I'm on the test folder, but I haven't actually gone into the test folder yet. So I have the list of things in my Documents folder showing. And um, So I now need to do the default action, which is backspace with A. Key files. Sense underscore and underscore sensitivity dot BRF. Two hundred sixty two KB file. And I'm now back in my zip archive. So I will press space with E to come out of that. Test folder. I'm back on the test folder. I'll space through uh, the items that I have here.
2: New document. docs. February. sets underscore and underscore sensitivity underscore reading
0: underscore service. Sense underscore and underscore sensitivity 20. And there is our BRF file ready to be opened in the normal way. Now the very last thing I'd like to do before we open it up for questions is to demonstrate that the BrailleNote Touch Plus is not the only note taker in town which can open zip files. If you do accidentally copy a zip file to your BrailleSense 6, here is how to open it. I have my BrailleSense 6 turned on and I'm gonna press F1 to get to the main menu. File Manager F. Where File Manager is the first item. So I'm gonna press the Enter key Flashdisk
2: 1 slash 4 list item.
0: My zip file is on my flash disk so I shall press enter.
2: Daisy folder 1 slash 13 list item. I'll go down to documents. Database folder documents folder 3 slash 13 list item.
0: And press enter on that.
2: Changes.docs 1 slash 3 list
0: item. Alright, now down arrow or uh, the alt key or space with dot 4 to get to my zip file.
2: Sense and sensitivity reading one brfzip 2 slash 3 list item.
0: Okay, so there is our zip file and I will press enter on it. Unzip the folder name. Sense and sensitivity reading services or one BRF edit box. Okay, so I could just press enter here. If I pressed enter here it would extract the zip file to a brand new folder called Sense and Sensitivity Reading Services blah 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 blah. This might be useful if you have more than one BRF file in a zip file uh, to keep the BRF files together But actually what we want to do in this case is just extract the one BRF file that we've got into the same folder as the zip file. So I'm simply going to press the backspace key a bunch of times. There's probably an easier way of doing that. But anyway, I've pressed backspace. I've deleted everything out of this now. So it is a blank edit box and I'm going to press the enter key.
2: Once successfully extracted. Changes.docs1 slash 4 list item.
0: And if we down arrow through the list of files now, Sense and Sensitivity.brf2
2: slash 4 list item. Sense and Sensitivity service Services 1 brf.zip3 slash 4 list item.
0: There is our brf file ready to be opened. So I realized this was an extremely uh, fast paced masterclass. uh, But if you'd like to ask any questions now, uh, the floor is yours and we'll pass it back to Stuart to give us the instructions on how to do that.
1: All right. Thank you, Matthew. Wow. You've covered an an incredible amount there in a a very short amount of time. So, thank you for sharing your knowledge. And uh, I'm sure everybody's going to be going off reading from our favorite libraries on our Braille devices after your very informative session. So, um, we're going to start with Marion Mosen and then we're going to go to Alison uh, after Marion. So, and by the way, I also uh, failed to mention at the beginning that we have um, Chantelle Griffiths with us as well. Very early morning for Chantelle. I do believe maybe 6 6.30 a.m. in New Zealand. And Chantelle is mon- monitoring chat. And thanks to Chantelle for that. We'll go to chat in a couple of minutes because I did see one message specific to Ireland, which I think I may be able to answer myself. So um, let's go, Miriam. Uh, you hopefully can unmute yourself.
3: So uh, my question is uh, regarding the Mantis Q40. So I have a Mantis Q40, but I have no idea how to actually transfer my data um, through the uh, was, I think was MTP. I have' never used it before. I all the time I would need to use like my flash drive to do that. So is there a way for me to actually use the MTP?
0: Sure, absolutely. So the Mantis Q40 actually works in the same way as the um, braille note touch and the braille 6 and the brilliant you know BI20X and 40X when we actually got started. So in the same way as I did actually, so you would press windows E for file explorer and then somewhere sort of fairly near the top of the list actually, you should see Mantis Q40 assuming that it's plugged into the computer via USB. So that's an important thing. You can't if you're if you're pairing it with Bluetooth, then you can't do it. You have to plug it in via USB. But as long as it's plugged in via USB and switched on, then, yeah, you do Windows E, go to this PC, and then Mantis Q40 should appear in the list of devices. And then you go into there and you, you copy and paste the file, um, as I showed in the demo.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Thank you.
0: Okay, no problem. Thanks for your question.
1: Okay, Miriam, thanks for your question. Um, so we are going to go to Alison Van Etten. Uh, Alison, we would love to hear your question.
3: I was curious because you brought it up in passing. but why do some systems require you to switch to eight dot braille to read in you know in regular braille? because I, 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 re- I learned today that that's what the uh, the bard system does. and I don't i I can do it obviously, but I don't really get why they need why they need you to do that.
0: yeah, okay. Um. The very short version is actually most of the time it wants you to do it the other way around. It wants you to switch from 8.braille to 6.braille. And that's because when you encode a BRF file, quite often the BRF file uses uppercase letters for the letters of the alphabet. And so if you're in 8.braille, then you get lots of sevens all over the place. And so to get around that problem, you switch it to 6.braille. Um, sometimes the reverse happens um, there are a few contractions where there are multiple different ways of encoding the contraction under the hood and the eight dot braille table might be slightly more reliable at rendering those than the six dot table. And that might be why you want to go um, the other
1: way around. Thanks Alison. Um, okay. Uh, let's go to uh, somebody whose phone number ends in um, six, eight, nine, and then we'll go to Devorah Thomas after that. So, uh, phone number uh, in, ending in six eight nine. We can hear you. Yes. Um, when you talked about doing that last thing with the Braille
3: Sense Six, um, I know I usually just just enter on the zip file and then it opens it into that you know same folder and I move it if I need to or want to. But you did something a little bit different, and I was curious if you could. Um, say w- why you did it that way and exactly where that file ended up when you did that, thank you.
0: For sure. Thank you so much. Is that Shirley with those questions? Uh, yes, sir. It is. Thank you. There we go. Hello. Thank you for, thank you for coming back. Um, you're right. You can press enter on a zip file and then you can press enter again. And what that will do is it will create a folder inside. So say your zip file's in documents. It will make a folder inside documents Uh, with the same name as the zip file, and then you can go into that folder and all of the files will be there. Um, All that I did actually was delete everything that was in that edit box. So it says extract to folder, and then it gives you a folder name. I just blanked it out. So there was nothing in the extract to folder um, edit box at all. Um, And then I pressed enter. And because there was no name in that, what that will do is it will extract the file's to the same folder as the zip file was in. So if the zip file was in documents, all of the files inside the zip folder will also go into the documents folder because there was no other name of folder for it to put it in.
1: Okay, thank you so much.
0: That's no problem. Thanks for your questions.
1: Thank you, Shirley. Very nice to uh, hear your voice. Um, Okay, and we're going to go to... um... Uh, Devorah Thomas, and then we're going to go to Daniel Hillen. So Devorah, or Deborah, 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 Joy Jaws is speaking very funny. Um, you should be able to unmute, I hope. I think we have you.
3: Hi there. Um, yeah, I just received the uh, Brilliant um, by bix 20 and what I was wondering about was um, I, I came across a, um, a section on the Brilliant that said books, and to download uh, books on the on the Brilliant, could I just plug the uh, like the USB thing into my uh, computer, and then go to um, say a a book that I uh, downloaded. And do the, the you know the procedure like uh, press enter to get it out of the zip file, and then uh, select it, um, copy it, and then transfer it over to the the books file on my uh, Brilliant.
0: For sure. Absolutely, um, that is what you can do. So there's a few things to know about the Brilliant and, and actually this applies to the Mantis as well, to uh, to Mariam, I should have actually mentioned this. Um, there are several folders when you, so you would need to plug the brilliant or the Mantis in via USB and then go through and then you would see it and you would see several folders um, inside there. I'll actually, I've, I've got the Brilliant plugged in at the moment. Let me just have a look. So inside I've got the media folder. So I have to go into the media folder And then inside there, I've got uh, books, documents, online books, and release notes. Now, once I'm in the media folder, I could put my BRF file anywhere, um, and the file manager would see it, and I would be able to open it in keyBRF. And that would mean that I would be able to read the BRF file, and I would be able to edit the BRF file. If you want to open the BRF file in the book reader, so in the Victor reader app or in the book reader app on the Mantis, then you would specifically have to put it in the books folder inside the media folder because the book reader will only scan for files in the books folder or on, you know, external devices like a flash drive or something. Um, So... That's just a, a little quirk of the Brilliant, if you like. But yes, I mean, in effect, what you're describing is correct. Yes, you just plug it in via USB, find the Brilliant, find the media folder, find the books folder, and copy your BRF file in.
1: Okay. Yep. Thank you.
0: Okay. No problem.
1: Thanks, Deborah. Um, and last but by no means least, we're going to Daniel Gillen.
0: Okay. Great. Uh,
4: yeah. So, I guess, as somebody who uses a, a Touch Plus, a Braille Note Touch Plus, I was wondering. Um, yeah, so I, I guess, like, for, first, um, can it only transfer over USB, like all the other devices you were saying? Or can it also uh, transfer files over Bluetooth with the Braille display connected via Bluetooth?
0: Yeah, this is a very good question. The, the Braille Note Touch Plus, as far as I know, um, the braille note touch plus can only transfer files via usb um, it is an android device so it may be possible to transfer it via bluetooth but i think you would probably need an external app to do that
4: I mean, it's android 8. Two or something like
0: that. Yeah, that's right. So I, so I don't know what's supported and and what isn't. But so the official line is that you can only do it via USB. The the other thing that you can do on a Braille Note Touch and a Braille Sense, um, particularly the Braille Sense Six, um, which I didn't talk about because I just thought it was going to take up too much time and there were too many variables to really talk about it. But you can, of course, use apps like. Uh, OneDrive or Dropbox or Google Drive, and it, certainly on a on a Braille Sense, you can have those mapped in the file manager, and I think you can do the same on the Braille Note Touch. So what you could do is you could have Dropbox on your Braille Note Touch. Plus, for example, you could copy the files from your computer into your Dropbox folder on your computer, and then access the files that way. And that would be another way to do it. I just didn't want to spend time demonstrating it because we could go down all sorts of rabbit holes if we did that.
4: Yes, I, I hear you. Um, and then, as far as just the zip functionality, I know I've been like, because uh, I, I got the Bro Note Touch uh, before it was the plus, and I just remember having to use an app to extract zip, uh, to um, what is it, decompress a uh, zip archive get the files out, and I I guess now you're saying that we can do that internally?
0: The Touch Plus can do it internally, yes. Yeah, it can. I mean, I I still don't find it a very intuitive process. You know, I would much rather, and I I say this actually irrespective of what braille device you're on, I would still actually rather extract it on the computer and then copy it across. That just feels much more intuitive to me. Um, But yes, both devices can do it. Yes,
1: thank you. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you for your question. That is all our raised hands, uh, Chantelle. I don't know if there was. I know there was one message in chat, but I don't know if there was anything else um, that you noticed that you wanted to bring to our attention at this time.
3: Uh, no, there was only the one. The one message about um, contacts for publishers putting accessible books into Bookshare Ireland.
1: Yes. So in relation to Bookshare Ireland, um, O'Brien Press. Have done a lot of accessible content, uh, but they are one of a number of publishers, publishers. it's best to contact the National Council for the Blind because they uh, are the gatekeepers uh, for Bookshare Ireland, and they'll be best to advise to advise you around what. Um, what publishers they're working with at the moment and who is providing content to Bookshare Ireland. And they may also be able to um, advocate, I suppose, if there are particular titles that you're looking for. So, uh, ncbi.ie is the website and you can get in touch with their library service from there. Thanks, Matthew, uh, for a great presentation. We've learned loads and we'll all be going off downloading our favourite books. Thank you, Chantal, for your assistance and monitoring our chat. And thank you you everybody for joining us this evening we hope you've enjoyed the session stay well and stay safe and from Stuart Lawler and everybody at Braillist Foundation we'll talk to you soon bye bye
0: we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Braillecast Extra you can find more braille related content by subscribing to Braillecast all one word in your podcast client of choice or listening to Braillecast connecting the dots for braillists everywhere on your smart speaker for the latest information about future Braillist events and how to join live, subscribe to our weekly email newsletter at braillists.org newsletter slash sign up. You can also visit our events page at braillists.org events. If you have comments on this recording or suggestions of topics or guests for future events, we'd love to hear from you. Please email help at braylists.org. You can also find The Braillists on Twitter, at Braillists, or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Foundation. Finally, if you like what you've heard, spread the word. We welcome new listeners and live participants alike, so if you know other people who are interested in Braille, please tell them where to find us. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone at The Braillists, thanks for listening, and bye for now. The costs of producing this episode were defrayed by a grant from the Activate Fund of the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. For more information, visit wcmt.org.uk.